Hello, this is Timothy Bond with True Vine Publishing Company, and you are listening to The Right Change Podcast. On The Right Change, you'll hear from world-changing authors, get inspired, and get empowered to produce literary greatness. This week, we'll be talking to Dr. Ruben Cockrell, author of The Consequences of Being Trifling. This episode of The Right Change was brought to you by Truevine Publishing Company. If you're ready to write your book but don't know where to start, we have the plan for you. With our beginner's publishing plan, we will give you the writing support you need to quickly complete a publishable manuscript. We will provide you marketing and sales support training. We will give you access to our Truevine Success Accountability Team. And we will produce a quality book with hard copies and ebooks with global distribution. Call us today at 615-44-BOOKS or visit our website www.truvinepublishing.org. Awesome, man. Look, I am excited about the opportunity to have you on. Um, one, because, um, you know, you've been a, a real blessing to me and, you know, bringing business to me and just being a confidant, somebody I can talk to, get advice from. Um, and then also, you know, you allowed me to uh, be a part of publishing several of your books. And so yeah. I always like to start these interviews off discussing and, and, and thanking people for allowing me that opportunity. So first of all, thank you for that opportunity. No, I appreciate it, man. Iron sharpens iron. And, you know, it's been a pleasure, um, pleasure to work with you with uh, over 10 books. Yeah. Those two, 10 books and, and, and just on my personal end and not including uh, you, you know, some other uh, colleagues too, as well, you know, close to, you know, 12, 13, 14 books in the ring. So, you know, it's been great to build this relationship, build this rapport, uh, where Arn truly are, where Arn truly sharpens arm. Right. And it's been a mutually beneficial relationship over the years and, you know, continue to look forward to work with you, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Doc, you have a very interesting, uh, story um, and a victory uh, story, you know, from rags to riches type situation. <laughs> so, you know, um, give us a little bit of that, that backstory, you know, Ruben Copper from before. And Got it. Appreciate it, man. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so yeah, born and raised, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, where, where nothing is given, everything is earned. And so, um, well, Went to an all-male college prep Catholic high school, was, was pretty good in, in sports as well as in academics, but uh, was also involved with drug trafficking. And mm -hmm. so I had to, was living the best of both worlds. And so by the time I was 18, I had made a certain dollar amount. I cashed out. You can tell me anything. I uh, wound up going ahead and going to school to Fish University. Um, and my head was just literally big as this computer mm -hmm. until one day I got a call from my mom. The feds were looking for me. And so I had to go back up to Ohio. It was up to 15 to 20 years federal time. And some people saw something within me I didn't see within myself um, and wind up getting a second chance. I had to pay restitution. 
um, um, and, pay, and pay a certain dollar amount part of that restitution. But I got a second chance. And then, and that experience in my life could have been a stepping stone or a stumbling block. That experience wound up being a stepping stone. And if I got in any other trouble, I was going to have to do the full time. And so with that being an experience, being a stepping stone at 20, so able to get my act together um, and really turn my life around, having that second chance. And so that was when I was 20. By the time I was 26, I had four degrees, uh, was dean of a college, uh, the youngest to graduate with a doctor degree in T Tennessee State School of History, and um, a dean and really progressing and moving forward. And so, you know, a lot of people, you know, they ask me, how did that shift happen? And I'm a firm believer in relating from the street to the elite, to the classroom, to the bed, board, to the classroom, to the boardroom. And so within my experience, I start off with sharing my story because I'm a firm believer that trials and tribulations are nothing more than a test that can create a testimony for you, T to the fourth power. And so through those experiences that you go through, that we all go through life, it's about how do you use those experiences to turn those experiences into stepping stones so that you can progress and move forward. Because at the end of the day, we all have our story. Right. And so, you know, and having that experience, you know, was a dean at 26, um, began to do training, consulting locally, regionally, internationally, in terms of making that pivot and shift in life, you mm -hmm. know, and how do you take uh, experiences early on that you're not necessarily proud of, but how do you use those experiences um, and turn the negative hustle to something positive? How do you flip those skills and characteristics that you learn early on in life and how do you convert them over? You know, in the Harlem Renaissance period, they called it code switching. It's the same thing, you, you know, the same thing. You know, supply and demand in a dope game is logistics in the business space. It's right. all about how you look at it, how you flip it. But looking at how do you compare those experiences and then be able to convert them over. And so, you know, fast forward, been really fortunate, um, you know, by the age of 40 to, I traveled over 45 countries around the world doing training, doing business, um, you know, and verse 10 books out, um, you know, a variety of different wars, worked on uh, different presidential administrations and really just had the opportunity to impact and touch people's lives. And so for me, I'm a firm believer in helping to educate, enrich and enhance people's lives and in helping people achieve their goals. You naturally hit your own goals, which falls under servant leadership. And so I'm, I'm, proud of my story. I would change my story and, and knowing that I've, I've played a part in touching some people's lives from prison industries to other areas. That's a part of my God-given passion, my mission in life to be able to progress and move forward. I'm excited. I'm sticking to it. Man, I, I have to ask you, like, you have really committed yourself to, like you said, helping people uh, move from where they are to where they want to be. What's been the biggest uh, obstacle that you find in people's thinking? And I'm asking this for a purpose. I'm asking this because even with book publishing, one of the things I'm finding is the, the thing that keeps people back is, is right here. It's right here. That belief in themselves that I can do it. And we're talking about just writing words on paper. When you're dealing with somebody who's come from your situation where maybe they didn't get that second chance, they've been in jail, they come out, society is busting them upside the head with, you know, with their past, you did this, we'll never give you a chance. How do you get those people to think differently? 
You know, that's a good point. You know, I'm a firm believer before you can revolutionize a society, you got to be able to revolutionize your mind. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times in my experience, um, the biggest hater and naysayer is ourselves. Yeah. We get in our own way uh, of progression and growth. And sometimes we talk ourselves out of the game of life before we even enter the stadium. Right. And a lot of times those experiences I've discovered in writing and even my own self in writing and, and people who have potential, you know, you know, potential needs and interest and in wanting to be an author is them being comfortable in their shoes with their story. Mm. And what I mean by that, a lot of times people are worried about what is this family member going to say? Well, what is my significant other going to say? Well, what is this person going to say? And so you have to have it within you to realize that, you know, writing a book is not just writing a book, but it's about healing. It's about preparation. It's about revealing the side of you. Until you have that level of comfort, you're still going to be going back and forth with what this person is going to say, and time is wasted. Right. And so having a level of comfort to realize and understand who your target audience and what you want to achieve in that direction, whether it's speaking, whether it's training, whether it's being an author, that plays a part. Mm -hmm. Being able to put things in mind. Having a mission statement. What I mean by a one or two sentence mission statement. So for me, uh, my focus, as I mentioned earlier, is to help help people, help educate, enrich, and enhance the life of people. And in helping them achieve their goals, I naturally hit my own goals. So I try to align my educational, my business, my civic, my personal involvements around that area. So that when it comes to working on books and other stuff, it falls along the line of my passion. It doesn't even seem like work. And so you've got to come up with a one or two sentence mission statement, because if you don't, you'll realize you'll get pulled to the left, you'll get pulled to the right, you'll wind up being around individuals who are energy drainers versus energizers. I talk about that um, in, in, in one of my earlier books. And so those are some key things that I've discovered when I talk about the renewing of the mind, but also whether it's being an author uh, or looking to go into business or begin to, to pivot and shift. That's what's key. Yeah. I always want to talk to you about the business of writing because yes. you have mastered um, combining and, and utilizing books to enhance your platform. So talk to us about how you utilize your books in, in pushing your platform further. Well, well, I think the first thing is one, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier, is realizing that that you know you or i we are a business mm. no one can market ourselves like we, no one can market us like we market ourselves right. and so realizing number one that we are walking billboards mm. and walking billboards how we care ourselves our presentation understanding our image the ability to under promise and over deliver like that all plays a part in terms of leveraging yourself no one can leverage you like you leverage yourself so the ability not only to uh, become a subject matter expert in the field or fields that you're in, but to be able to write that book, um, that book then opens the door to a, maybe another workbook, which then opens the door to a speaking engagement where people become enthralled in what you have to offer and they want other intangibles outside of just seeing you to, to have something that's left behind. And so that's when you're able, what I like to say is what I call um, to make an impact and an income and operate a purpose and be profitable. So I to the second power and P to the second power, the oh. ability to really 
be able to impact those people's lives and, and make multiple streams of income and then operating your own purpose, which is why you've got to have that mission statement and then to work towards being profitable, trying different things so that you're able to cut down, you know, your costs, understand certain things. So when I told you back in the, back in the day, being an adult game, I understood supply and demand. Well, guess what? In this space is supply and demand too, understanding logistics, understanding your worth, your value, understanding that if you carry a certain demand, then that's a premium on the supply that you provide. And so you're able to go ahead, pre-sale your books so that you're able to do certain things from a cost perspective so that it minimizes your cost so that you can come out making a profit. You've gotten your name out there and there's some other key tools. But once again, it all starts off with you believing in you and you being your own biggest cheerleader. Mm. Because if you're not your own biggest cheerleader, you can't depend upon all the people around you. You've got to believe in your product more than anybody does. Significant other, no matter whoever is around, you've got to believe in it more than anyone does. And what happens is a lot of times people won't support you just because of that product. They will support you because of you, your spirit that you have, you know, your ethics, your of your word. You know, one of the things in my new book, uh, one of the chapters is, is what is your word worth? Mm. You know, what is your word worth? Mm. Can people depend upon you? Do you follow up? Right. If you say you're going to do something, once again, do you underpromise or overdeliver, or do you overpromise and underdeliver? Like people will pay attention to those things when it comes to a track record and consistency of certain things happening. I was going to jump in real quick, and you yeah, know, yeah. I, I tell people all the time: people don't buy books; they buy you. Yes. They don't. They they want a piece of the author. That's yes. really what they're buying, and so it goes back to what you're saying: how do you carry yourself? How, you know, how are you presenting yourself? Are you someone who, um, who, who is that example or image of something someone else aspires, aspires to be, excuse me. Um, it, it, it reminds me, there's a, my wife always tells me there's two women on social media that she watches and they both present the same product. It's, it's clothes, right? But one lady, she, she she has no fanfare. She just like takes pictures in front of her garage. Another lady really presents, you know, and uh, the lady who presents, she's got thousands of followers. Now they're they're both modeling the same clothes, but the lady who presents is getting all the attention, and the lady who's like just kind of blah, nobody's watching. So right. People, like you said, people buy you. They don't buy right. the book. They're buying a piece of you, and uh, and they want a piece of you. And and, and Tim, and, and you have to know uh, your aura and your demeanor, and based upon knowing that, knowing the individuals who to have around you to help you in those spaces. Because for me, uh, my favorite two music artists are Sade and Prince. And the reason why, because they believe in less is more. Mm -hmm. So for me, I believe in the quality versus the quantity. Yeah. So I may not post a hundred things during the course of the week, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But what I'm gonna post is gonna be something quality yeah. until I turn it over to my team to go ahead and they handle those measures. Yeah. You know, sometimes, uh, and it's knowing you and depending on what industry you're in, you can oversaturate yourself where you just become common. Yeah. So you gotta figure out what are those differentiators so that when people do see you, they realize like, damn, we don't see them too often. Right. Well, we know we're going to get quality because we're seeing that individual. So yeah. being able 
to realize the quality versus quantity and what you have and what are the differentiators that are going to separate me in the marketplace from others. Right. right. What are those differentiators? There are, there, are, there are tons of authors that never get anything off the shelf, but how am I going to leverage myself as a differentiator above and beyond my book, but leverage something within me so that I can be hungry, but not thirsty. Ah, ah, we need to be charging for this. Too. Hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, 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 listen, <laughs> listen, I'm only giving the sizzle without the stuff. You already know. I'm only giving a sizzle. I'm only giving a sizzle. That's it. That's it. I'm only giving a sizzle. Twenty-five, twenty-five, ninety-five for this right here. There it is. I'm only giving the sizzle. That's all I gave. We only touched the tip of the iceberg. That's it. Let's talk about let's talk about some of your books. We have published together children's books. Yes. Um, you have some business books. Your wife produced a book, but your next book is called. The consequences of being trifling. Yes. Tell us about the consequences of being trifling. Well, number one, man, how you just responded is what I wanted. So, you know, titles, titles and photos of the title are those eye catchers. Uh So for me, that title was an eye catcher that I mulled over for some years. Um, But within that, man, I, I address... Uh, I, I'm excited about that book because it's really cutting edge. It's raw. It's uncut. Um, it's raw. It's uncut. But the title doesn't give away for what's what the content is in. So you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at items dealing with you know what is your word worth? You know, um, all of us are important, but none of us are necessary. One chapter. You know, to a variety of different key areas, really to look at what's going on in our society from an educational se- sector religious sector, business sector, and looking at some cutting edge, going back to the basic tools that we have forgotten about, um, that we need to incorporate a part of what I call those differentiators to separate ourselves on a personal realm, a professional realm, and a civic realm. Mm -hmm. You know, allowing, as the poem says, I'd rather see a sermon than hear a sermon any day. People are tired of hearing sermons. They Mm -hmm. want to see a sermon. People are tired of hearing you know, when is the next Martin Luther King? No, that's, that is you within yourself in the environment that you are. It's pulling those tangible tools out of you or aligning yourself with individuals who are assets and not liabilities that can help pull those tools out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, a sign of a true secure leader is realizing that I might be a subject matter expert, may be skilled in one or two areas. However, I'm secure within myself that I'm going to align myself with a team of individuals who are smarter, if not smarter than me, to be able to progress and move forward. And when you look at our true change agents in our society, who do that, they're worth billions. Because they realize that, hey, I can only handle so much, but aligning myself with the right team is key. Versus trying to hoard everything within yourself. And guess what? You only get so far done. Because if you keep it closed like this, nothing can come in and nothing can go out. Yeah. It's almost a phenomenon, man. I, I see so many people who are tight-fisted. And when I say yes. tight-fisted when it comes to publishing, it's like, how can I get everything for the cheapest amount? And I've never seen anybody who has tried to nickel and dime their way into the cheapest publishing uh, campaign. I've never seen anybody really blossom, right? Right. Because the mindset is small 
Correct. Correct. And, and it's a something for nothing attitude. Right. And what happens is, once again, you're right. It goes back to the mindset and, mm -hmm. and really believing in you to realize that, hey, it can be my time, but sometimes not my turn. But if it's my time and turn, then it's meant for me and to go ahead and move forward. And the resources, the people and everything else will be brought to the table to help me in that aspect of yeah. realizing that in writing a book, man, it, it's, it's business, but it's also a ministry. It's also a way of healing. There's so many different things that happen out of this birthing a baby. Yeah. You know, you go through different emotional uh, plateaus that you go through. I mean, it's a combination of, so it's a serious matter, but it can impact so many people's lives, whether it's a book or ebook, you know, whether it's a participant guide. I mean, there's so many different forms of ways that you can leave a piece of you behind for now until. That's, that's one thing I say, you sign your name on the pages of history. I don't want to leave this earth and not have it put my mark somewhere on it. Correct. You write my name on everything as a kid. Did you do that? Yeah, everything. Everything. Practicing my signing that check. Right. Practicing me signing the check. Everybody. And signing, and signing the check to pay others, too. Yeah. If you go anywhere, you'll see such and such was here. Why would, right. you not, why would you leave this earth not having expressed your story? I tell everybody, I believe everybody should write a book. I'm not saying your book is going to be a bestseller, and I'm not saying your book will be good. But at least write the book. Write the story. Tell your experience. There are no new experiences in this world, but there are new and unique uh, perspectives on experiences. You know what I mean? Yes, and correct. For that reason, that's why I believe everybody should express their story in in writing right when you when you put your book in the uh when you copyright your book you become a part of american history right think about that you very true history your book your literature is now in the library of congress of the united states of america you go down in history as someone who has who has contributed to mm -hmm. the American dialogue. And to me, I think that's that's amazing. It's huge. All right, man, look, we could probably talk all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're hitting that 20, 30 minute mark. Um, how can people learn more about you? Where, where can they find it? Well, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked. You can definitely go to www.dr, another R, C-O-C, K-R-E-L-L.com. That's www.drrcockrell.com. All my social media handles are on there. You know, most of my social media handles are at drrcockrell.com. So, you know, it's very exciting, man. You know, it's been a pleasure, like I said, definitely working with you, Tim. Mm -hmm. And just looking to continue to build this relationship, man, and, and mm -hmm. ours, sharpen ours, and be mutually beneficial to us. You know, mm -hmm. a, a, a sign of a... a sign of a successful relationship is not all give and it's not all take right you know it's mutual benefit is mutually beneficial um and so that's what's key yeah. you know in that aspect of man and so just looking forward to you know continue to build this relationship up man and see how we progress and move forward from there awesome man awesome um i know people got a little glimpse of the knowledge base, and we have some future plans as well as, uh, you know, doing some training and different things like that. 
So, you know, this was a nice little taste of what, what you know, what, what can come. Um, you're actually, uh, we see you in a hotel room, you're actually on the road now, uh, headed to different states and different cities speaking. Uh, what's, what's the future got for you outside of the book, um, the consequences of being trifling? What other things uh, are coming up for you? Just, just excited. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to releasing that book. Uh, I've, I've got some other, um, a few things pending. Um, a, a few things pending I, I can't legally speak on yet, but a few things pending. But just continue, man. Continue to write. Continue to do trainings. Uh, do workshop. You know, publish other material. You know, and just look at other creative ways to make an impact. Uh, impacting people's lives. Um, that's that's what's going to continue to be, you know, my focus, my push, my drive, my motivation. That's what excites me to get up, and it doesn't even seem like work, man. And so, being able to work with with with, with people like yourself, continuing on, and and, and working with uh, True Vine Publishing, you know, they play a major part in terms of the pivot and shifts that I make. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just look forward to continuing to build our relationship, man, and progress and move forward. Awesome, man. I, I, I really appreciate you being on the show. It's been an amazing show. And I may charge $10 to... Uh, to hey, you know if you do, you already know. I only have to say. You want your split. <laughs> exactly. Right. I appreciate you. Close mouth never gets fed. Right, right. You have a <laughs> wonderful day, man. Thank you for being on the show. Appreciate it, man. Anytime I can be back, let me know. Awesome. Awesome.